0: and welcome to season six of the story pirates podcast we're so excited to be back if you're a longtime listener then you know that we ended last season by bursting through the earth's surface right smack into the middle of new york city our home that we left all the way back in season one We've been gone from New York a long time, and I cannot wait for you to hear all about our new adventures, as well as a bunch of new stories and songs written by kids. If you're a brand new listener, feel free to jump in with us now, or you could go back all the way to season one, episode one, and follow us from the beginning. That first episode's called Fred the Carrot slash I Love a Ghost, and it's a great place to start, but let's get on to season six. On today's episode, we have two incredible special guests. First up, the amazing actor Kirby is here, and we have the wonderful band Mipso bringing a brand new song to life. All of that and more coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! if you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Joliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com live. Now back to
1: the show.
2: This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, back to the show. Now arriving at abandoned subway station.
2: That's our stop. Door's opening. Goodbye, train! A lot's changed ever since we stopped living on the ship, hasn't it, Smitty? You mean like how you and I moved into
3: a secret hideout underneath an abandoned subway station? Or are you talking about
2: inflation again? The secret hideout thing. I think I've said enough about inflation this year. Hold still for the face scanner.
1: Welcome home, Rollo.
3: Welcome home, Smitty. Please proceed down the
1: firefighter's pole. After you, Rolo. Ha!
2: What? Oh no! Look at oh, ah. <coughs> Sorry, Lufa. We didn't mean to knock over your bowling pins. I know it took a long time to set up, but it's just not a good place for a bowling alley.
3: Loofa, did you clean up
2: while we were at work?
3: Everything looks so nice down here. The podcast booth. Rolissimo's framed painting of the ship? The soup fountain?
2: Ah! Glorious fountain soup. We've really found a nice home for ourselves here in New York City, haven't we?
3: I know, Lufa. We all miss the rest of the story, Pirates, but it's been a busy year. Full of inflation, and not the fun kind. I'm sure the other Pirates will come visit once they're ready.
0: Lee? Uh, sorry about the bowling pins. <clears throat> I've
1: been told I've had an overreactive imagination. It makes me feel cozy. Ding! Your pen and paper have arrived. I wonder if that would be possible. They write most of my stories for fun. There's so much out there that we'll probably never know. The Story Pirates.
2: Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. Huh?
3: Where am I?
2: He's awake! Say it again. Lee, welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast. Where, where we take stories written by kids
0: and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. He's back! Rolo? Lufa? Smitty? Huh? What's in my arm? Is this an IV drip full of kafir? Yeah, but
2: we can probably remove it now that you're... No, it's mine! Okay, okay. Leave it in. Maybe we should listen to a story while we wait for Lee to calm down. I am calm! But I wouldn't
0: mind a story. Fantastico.
3: <laughs> you won't believe how good has gotten at sound engineering.
0: Okay, listeners, this first story of season six comes to us via the incredible band Mipso. And it's a song about two birds, a black bird who is the guardian of the moon and a bluebird who's the guardian of the sun. These two birds, who have never seen each other, are actually in love. But will they ever meet? And can they do it without warping time? Take a listen and find out. Here's the author to introduce it.
1: Hi, I'm Joanna. I'm 12 years old and I live in Colorado. And this is my story, Blackbird, Bluebird.
4: of the stars. Wherever we are, we'll bring our hearts together. The song of the stars. The song of the stars. In the day or the dark. In the day or the dark. We can see. is through that's when her day starts her song is for the sun for the sun without our singing time would come undone song of the stars wherever we are
0: See Hey, is this Joanna? Yeah. Hey, Joanna, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. How's it going? Good. Well, Joanna, I adore your story, Blackbird, Bluebird. Thank you. How did you decide to write that story? What inspired you?
1: Well, I really like drawing birds. And every other morning or so, I, like, see a bluebird. He, like, flies around the school a lot. And I just really like him because he flies at the sun. And I thought of crows, too. So I thought, what if a bluebird was the sun and a blackbird was the moon?
0: And so there's these two birds, the blackbird and the bluebird, and they love each other, but they're kind of separated, right? Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting how you tied that familiar feeling of being separated from someone or something that you love. You tie that in with the cycle of the Earth and the solar system.
1: Yeah. Astronomy and birds and, like, animals in general are some of my two favorite things ever, so tying those together was really, really fun for me.
0: And so besides them being one of your favorite things, why did you decide to write about birds instead of, I don't know, people?
1: Well, I feel like people are, like, (laughs) overrated in a way, Um (laughs) because I just feel like animals are more natural than humans since we create so many of the things we use today.
0: And have you ever had that feeling in your own life, being separated from something or someone that you love?
1: Yeah, kind of. The the way the world works is that you can't just go anywhere whenever you want, and that means you can't meet 90% of the people that you would be able to meet if everyone was in one place. So... Every single night, like, every single day, I always wonder, would I be friends with people who I will never know and won't get the chance to meet? Like, I I wonder if that would be possible.
0: I'm wondering if you can clear something up for me. The Blackbird and the Bluebird, had they met before or did they just know of each other?
1: When I was writing it, I had no idea, but I think I've come up with an answer. So the bluebird knows that the moon controls the tides. Something is controlling the tides, and there must be something guarding it. So he wants to know if there's something guarding it, and he wants to meet them, as well as the blackbird, because how would the Earth get light without the sun? So they both know that something is there, but they don't really know how to find out.
0: So it's like through nature they can tell that the other one exists. Yeah. Does nature ever speak to you in that way, where you can feel like there's something else behind what you're experiencing or there's some kind of presence in nature?
1: I don't really believe in a bunch of spiritual stuff, but like the way nature works, I feel like there's something. I can't put my finger on it. I can't tell what it is. I can't tell what it does. I just know that there's something.
0: Joanna, you're so wonderful and thoughtful, and I just really loved talking to you today. Thanks for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, uh, what is this place? It was supposed to be a
3: secret hideout. I guess we didn't realize how easy it was to accidentally dig your
2: way inside. What were you even doing tunneling under New York City? Is that where you've been all this time? You haven't called or texted or anything. Well,
0: I knew there was no way any of us would be able to raise $500 in under, say, 10 years, so I was looking for a way to dig the ship out of the towing yard. But I got lost for a while. Oh.
2: We actually got jobs that pay real money and bought the ship back. It's over there on top of the fireplace. What? This is the ship? But it's so tiny!
3: We shrunk it down and put it in a bottle. The engine's broken, remember? Also most of the exterior. And most of the
2: interior. But what about... We... Your private bathroom is fine. Phew! I mean, uh, whatever. No big
0: deal. (laughs) That's not why I was looking. I just figured that getting the ship back would be the best way to bring us all back together so we could... wait. Is it just you three down here? Where is everyone else? Lee, a lot's happened since we all went our separate ways.
2: Why don't we start by telling you how we found this place? We have to go all the way back to the end of last season, which was spring or maybe late winter. That was a great story. But seriously, where are we supposed to go from here? Lee, what are you? Uh,
0: Sorry to interrupt, Rachel. I'm just basking in the glow of New York City. Who needs our old ship, the tidal wave, anyway? This is a walking city, and walk it I shall. My journey hasn't ended, it has only begun. Here I go to aimlessly wander this fine city. Oh, New York, how I missed you. The streets, the skyscrapers, the subways, the people, the bodegas, the bodega cats, the
1: Looks like Lee's got it all figured out. Maybe he's got the right idea, Rachel. Why don't we take some time to let ourselves just wander around?
5: Like we should just walk in different directions and see where
6: life takes us? Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad. After all, there's a lot to do in New York.
2: Of course you're coming with me, Lufa. Personally, I'm going straight to Broadway. My talents have been hidden away for far too long because you've underestimated me. You've all underestimated me.
5: And I shall fell the raging minotaur that roams the walled streets and tame it as my own. And I'm going to Times Square because my watch is broken. Oh, wait, it's just upside down. Oh, wait again. This is just the number one written on my wrist. Or is it a lowercase l? Capital I? <laughs> no, it was chocolate.
2: Smitty? Rollo? How about you? We still have to find a frame for Grandpa Rollissimo's painting. Right now, it's all we have left of the ship. Oh, right. That painting that your Grandpa Rollissimo left with you before mysteriously disappearing. Yeah, I'm holding it in my hands right now. You're looking at it. It would look better in a frame. Good idea, baby with the mustache. You two should find a frame for that. I just said that's what we're doing.
3: Maybe we'll head towards the arts district for some inspiration. Great
2: idea, Smitty. Wow, I guess this really is goodbye for now. Don't worry, we'll see each other again.
1: After all,
2: we're still contractually obligated to do our podcast together. Oh, yeah. I you. oh yes, I get you. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See you soon!
5: Bye. Bye! Rolo,
3: do you really think we'll be able to find a frame for Elissimo's painting? Even he's been searching all over the world and hasn't found anything yet.
2: This is New York! It's got everything! You know what they say about New York,
3: Smitty? If you can make
2: it here, you can make it anywhere!
3: But what if you can't make it here?
2: Huh? I never really thought about that. Aha! Catch me if you can, Miss Petit Sue. The
3: painting! That French lady snatched it! Somebody stop that art thief! Look! She's running into the subway! Uh, Excuse me! Uh, Sorry! Come through! Uh, Excuse me! There she is on the platform, waiting for the train! Now's our chance to get her! Wait! Wait. Smitty! I don't have a metro car! Me neither! We gotta buy one, quick!
2: Are you getting a regular card or an unlimited one? Do you think the unlimited one is worth it? We'll probably use the train a lot, right? Plus, if it's unlimited, can't we share it?
3: I don't think you're supposed to do that. Come on, Smitty.
2: Who's gonna know? Ah, the train's here. Hurry up and buy the card. Okay, okay. One metro card coming. Up. Yeah, I got it. Now we can ride the trains as much as we want. Woo hoo hoo! And that's the story of how we bought our
3: unlimited metro card. Even though we've been sharing it, nobody stopped us—not even once.
2: We get it, Lufa. You've got your own metro card. You're not better than us, Smitty, Rolo. What happened with the art thief? Oh
1: yeah,
0: that's
3: what we were talking about.
0: Yeah, sorry, we're tired
3: from working all
0: day. We'll finish the story after we take a break.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. And get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. All right, now where were we? You just bought your MetroCard?
2: Oh, that's right. So we ended up chasing this art thief throughout the subway, running up and down the train cars, transferring lines, and standing clear of the closing doors until we eventually followed her to the abandoned subway station, slid down that firefighter's pole, and cornered her right where you're standing, Lee. Really? Like, right here? Take a small step to your left. Uh, OK. Back to the right.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, split the difference. Mm-hmm. Right where you're standing, Lee. Put down the painting, lady.
3: D'accord.
4: You have me cornered. But I will have you know, Rolissimo's painting is finally back where it belongs. You knew Grandpa Rolissimo? Let's just say your grandfather and I had, uh,
3: history. Like, you dated
4: or something? No. I mean, we had history class together. Uh, what? That is where we met, Rolissimo et moi or It was during our studies that we built this place for you and the Story Pirates. For the Story Pirates? How long ago was this? Very long ago. Before the MTA had a MetroCard app for the phone.
3: Uh, what is an app?
4: They did what for who now? You two are searching for a frame for Erisimus painting, no?
2: Yeah, but... How did you know that?
4: Because this frame behind me is the frame you've been looking for. It was built by my own two hands. And when this painting and this frame come together, comme ça, voila! A home powered by Lot. Wow,
3: this place is
4: incredible.
3: If a bit improbable.
4: But I still don't
2: understand. You and Grandpa Rollissimo built this place for the Story Pirates before we were even around?
4: We may not have known about their Story Pirates by name, but all throughout history there are those who celebrate the words of their enfants. Those who remind children that their thoughts, ideas, and words have the power to change the world. This place was made for you to do that important work.
3: So, instead of just explaining all that to us on the street, why just snatch the painting and make us chase
2: you?
4: Ugh, désolé. I needed to get in my cardio for the day. And now, none of
2: us have to do cardio later.
4: I guess that is
2: good news. But Roccarita, if Grandpa Rollissimo knew that your frame was here, why did he go off to search the world for another frame?
4: That I do not know. Rollissimo was never the most straightforward man. There are many things he did not tell me. As I am certain, there are things he did not tell you.
3: Like how he left us alone on the SS tidal wave the night we were cursed without saying a word. Oh, yeah.
4: But now that I have found you, I know this place will be in good care. Now, I can finally go off and find Rollissimo. He has evaded me for long enough, but I will get the answers I am looking for.
2: The last time we heard from him, he was in Italy. Yeah, he sent us a
4: postcard. Uh Uh-huh, and then I am off to Italy. Au revoir, Rollo S. Smitty. I am certain our paths will cross again, and not just when I come back to collect the rent. Good luck with your adventures in iPod broadcasting. Anyway,
2: that's the story of how we moved in here.
0: Mysterious, right? Any questions? Is podcasting really short for iPod broadcasting? What else would it be short for? More importantly, are you telling me that this secret underground hideout nestled inside of an abandoned subway station powered by Roque frame and Rollissimo's painting was built just for the story pirates to turn kids' stories into sketch comedy and songs? Yeah,
3: weren't you paying attention? Yes, I was paying attention, I just wanted to clarify.
0: Wow, New York's made you really snippy, Smitty. I was always like this,
3: you just never noticed. Maybe not having your own bathroom will bring you back down to earth.
0: Smitty, I still have my own bathroom, it's just tiny now. What about the rest of the story pirates though? I'm sure they'd love to see this place.
2: After we went our separate ways at the towing yard, they all found their own jobs and lives. Yeah, we don't want to bother them or anything. Come on, it's been like half a year.
0: I'm sure they'd be thrilled to come see this place. Besides, we can't do the podcast without them.
2: All right because we're all contractually obligated. Nobody's contractually
0: obligated. We're doing this because we love it. Now, let's go find the rest of the story pirates. Okay, okay. Back for less than an hour and already ordering
2: us around. Lufa, can you handle the podcast duties while we're out? Great. Play us another story while we begin our long climb up the firefighters pole.
0: I'm sorry, climb up? That's the
2: only way out, Lee.
3: Get to climbing.
1: Hi, my name's John Bannon. I'm ten, and I live in Alabama. This is my story. It's called Trying to Write a Story.
6: And here we are, live at the book signing event of the year. Mark and Bill, the world's best authors, are signing a limited number of 10,000 copies of their newest novel ever. Mark and Bill, you have created such enchanting, memorable stories. How do you do it?
5: Bill and I are a team. And when we get together, inspiration just flows out of our minds like water. You could almost say that we are in sync. (laughs) Oh, 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 Bill and his wordplay.
6: Holy moly. Well, we can't wait to see what you've got in store for us next.
5: You'll all find out soon because the deadline for our new book is quickly approaching. Uh,
6: What's it going to be about?
5: We can't tell you that, (laughs) but don't worry. We definitely know what it's going to be about. Mark, what's our book going to be about? I have no idea, Bill. I've got nothing. I think we have... Don't say it! Writer's block! Excuse me. What are we going to do? It's our agent. Hello, agent!
1: If you didn't make me so much dang money, I'd have a real problem with you calling me agent instead of using my actual name.
5: What's up, Agent?
1: Oh, I'm calling to check on my favorite writing duo since the deadline is coming up.
5: Right. And forgive me, when is that deadline again?
1: 8 a.m. Tomorrow. Excuse me. You didn't forget when the deadline was, did you? No,
5: no, 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 no. And even if we did, there's nothing to fear. Bill and I write high-quality, heart-stopping novels faster than an electrical current. That's why our attitudes are so positively charged.
1: If I wasn't sitting in my amazing beach house that I bought with the money from your last book, I would find these puns annoying. But I am, so I don't.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Agent, bye. Bill, what are we going to do? We have to start writing. Okay, here we go. Chapter one. That's all I've got. We need more. I'm just going to start shouting out random ideas that come into my head. Just yell them out and I'll write. Okay, what if we write about a, um, a superhero named General Glitter Pants? Listen up, troops! I know y'all have been through the ringer, but now y'all have a superhero on your side, a superhero that you have all taken to calling General Glitter Pants. Because of these humongous pants I wear covered in glitter. And while I didn't pick the name, I must admit, it is fitting. Mainly because the only thing I ever wear are these extremely large and very glittery pants. Look at me! I'm swimming in these glitter pants. And they're so glittery! Woohoo! Glitter pants! Glitter pants! I'm a- Wait, 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 Bill! Stop! Glitter pants! Glitter- Huh? What is happening? He has glitter pants. Yes, yes, you've made that very clear. But who is General Glitter Pants? Is he a superhero? Is he a general? He's both! But why... Glitter pants! What, you think we need to give the pants a backstory? No, I I don't like it. Next idea. Okay, uh, something else. Once there was a wolf uh, who was also a cloud.
1: Listen up, fellow clouds. I know that I'm different than the rest of you. I know that I used to be a wolf made of solid wolf parts and then I walked through some magical mist and became a wolf made out of floating water vapor. But I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade. I'm just a sentient wolf cloud standing in front of a bunch of regular clouds asking them to have an open mist and accept me for who I-
5: No! Stop! What? But it was just Bill! Why is the wolf a cloud? Can the other clouds talk? Why can the wolf cloud talk? I don't know, Mark. Cloud magic. Something else less weird. Okay, uh, what about a robot trying to take over the city? Yes! Now you're talking!
2: Greetings, citizens. I am Nexus 7. I come to you not to take over your planet, but instead with the aim of being elected fairly to a low-level municipal post suitable to my scales. Perhaps cop troller or even school board member.
5: Stop! And it can kiss babies at a hundred babies is what? You've somehow made a robot taking over the city really, really boring. You said less weird. This is more weird! Oh. It's Agent. Hello, Agent.
1: Just calling to let you know you have 15 minutes left, and Mama needs a new SUV. 15 minutes? How long have we been
5: working? The sun is coming up.
1: What's that? You sound panicked. Uh, everything's
5: great. Goodbye. So are you almost done? Quick! We have to write something! More ideas! Go! A grandma who's made out of jello!
3: Now
1: settle down my grandchildren! I know that when I hugged you all just now that I trapped you inside my
3: jello. Did you just hang tight until your parents get
5: back? No! New idea! Okay, Uh, a haunted house that dreams of becoming an astronaut!
6: Mom, haunted house, I know the spooky manor family name has a legacy to uphold, but I have my own nightmare to follow. I want to be an astronaut or a... Haunted house astronaut, if you will. Ooh. No!
5: Okay, fine! How about a story about the burp that invented Einstein? <laughs> Woof! That was relatively gross. Bill! No! You can help think of ideas too, you know! We only have one minute left! You must have one amazing idea left in that big silly brain of yours! I got nothing! They say to write what you know, and the only thing I know is how hard it is to write a story! <laughs> what did you just say? You don't mean. You bet your glitter pants I do! Let's get to work! Chapter one, once there lived two people named Mark and Bill.
6: And here we are one week later at yet another book signing event for the world's best authors, Mark and Bill, who have just released their new novel, Trying to Write a Story. Now, Mark and Bill, there's been some speculation that Trying to Write a Story is actually a nonfiction book about your experience with writer's block.
5: Don't be ridiculous. In fact, this book may have been the easiest and most stress-free experience of my entire career.
6: I guess you two can keep your title as the world's best authors. Mark and Bill, can you tell your fans when to expect another book?
2: I can answer that. Agent! It's Carla. Okay. Their next deadline is 8 a.m. tomorrow. Ah!
5: Excuse me. Bill,
2: what are we going to write about?
0: I have an idea.
5: General Glitter Pants. The end!
0: And now it's time for Story Pirates roll call.
5: Send us your, story. Send us your story. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Now we stand for
2: story pirates. roll call.
0: First up from Mia and Sophie, two siblings in Massachusetts, we have the story "Johnny the Singing Doorbell." And Mia and Sophie tell us so much about this singing doorbell, including my favorite detail, Johnny the singing doorbell likes potato tacos. Huh, me too. Thanks Mia and Sophie. Next up, a story from Liam, an eight year old in Oregon called The Day of No Spice. Liam, this is my personal nightmare. I love spice on every single thing that I eat. You want spicy chicken on the day of no spice? Tough luck. You want a spicy hamburger? Too bad. Liam, congrats on writing this week's scariest story. And finally, from Fletcher, a 10-year-old in Missouri, we have the spelling competition. And if you're wondering what you have to spell in order to get into the spelling competition, it's the word competition. Can you spell it with me? C-O-M-P-E-T-I-T-I-O-N, competition. And then once you're in the competition, you have to spell words like holiday, but don't spell it backwards. That's what Trisha does. Can you spell holiday backwards though? That's actually a lot harder than spelling it forwards. Y-A-D-I-L-O-H. You know what, Trisha? I think you'd win my spelling competition. Fletcher, incredible story. Thanks for sending it in, my friend. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, Head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was roll call. And now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know where to start, here's a story spark to help you along. Now, this season on the Story Pirates podcast, we have a new way to do story sparks. They're in the form of a question. A question that hopefully makes you feel creative and gives you weird, random ideas about what to write. This week, we decided to ask John Bannon, the author of Trying to Write a Story, the following question Peanut butter and jelly, bread and butter. Both of those are very good and famous food pairings. What do you think is the next great food pairing?
1: I don't think this sounds good, but my brother likes um, blueberries and Cheetos.
0: (laughs) I never would have thought to combine blueberries and Cheetos. I guess your brother is a culinary prodigy. So, listeners, what's your answer to that question? And can you use your answer as inspiration for a brand new story? Grownups can submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a big thanks to today's authors, Joanna and John Bannon. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! Bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, McKenna Cox, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Sam Baer, Bobby Lord, Jack Mitchell, and Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Contributing writers are McKenna Cox, Peter McNerney, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Kirby and Mipso. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Matt Cox, Sasha Diamond, Ilana Fishbein, Christina Grosspeach, Tara Halpern, Kristen Henley, Quentin Johnson, Julie Marciano, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Dominic Russo, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, Harry Wood, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. Blackbird Bluebird was written, performed, and produced by Mipso, with additional production by Eric Erson and Sam Baer. How oh. <laughs> much... <laughs> Farther, do we have to climb to
3: the top? It's a pole, not an elevator. You two do this every day. You don't get beefy arms like
2: these by not climbing. Flex, flex. Flex. (laughs) Keep going without me.
0: I just, I just need to rest for a second.